Hey, y'all, before we get started, uh, we get told all the time that newbies will find the show and they'll start from episode one and work their way through. And it just means so much to Rich and I. And we just wanted to ask a favor of you, if that's you, if you've been enjoying the show, if you've been learning a lot, if you will leave an honest review over on your Apple podcasting app, or if you're listening on Spotify, you can leave a review there. We want to hear from you. We want to know how we can improve the show, how we can be better. It only takes a second. So if you'll leave us an honest review over on wherever you're listening to, we'd be forever grateful. Now let's get into the show. Hey, newbies, welcome back. And today is a special day where we are doing another feature. We did a feature on Have NFT, but we are now doing a feature on the blockchain founder of which it exists on, and that is the Ecta blockchain. It is founded by Berwin Tanko, and he is our special guest for today. He's in Bali. We're here in the States. We worked some crazy hours to get this thing done, and we are very excited for you to hear all our questions that you probably have as well and how he is taking things to another level. Here we go. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're going to break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you, and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. Bridging the blockchain and the physical world. What in the world does this mean? We have the founder of Ecta with us, Berwin Tonko, in one of the coolest offices I think I've seen in a very, <laughs> very long time. Uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your day uh, to educate some of us newbies on this innovative way that you guys are um, using the blockchain. Hi, Heather. Hi, Rich. Thanks for having me. We're actually a blockchain for newbies, actually, because we actually bridge blockchain to the physical world, which means we are a chain not focused specifically on the technology, not like Solana or, or Ethereum or Cardano. We actually were a chain just as fast and just as scalable and just as secure as them. But our job is to bridge the physical world to the blockchain. So whoever's not in the blockchain yet and that wants to be on the blockchain, you, you come to us and we help you. We help you improve your lives and we also improve the environment and help the environment from through our blockchain technology. So that sounds appealing, but what does that mean? Yeah, so basically um, we're in a blockchain that's uh, based in Bali, Bali, Indonesia. And we founded this blockchain. It's called Ekta. Ekta means unity. Uh, so we're basically uniting the islands of Indonesia and uniting the world and uh, bridging the blockchain to the physical world by helping. Uh, there's, so there's a lot of uh, real world use cases for our blockchain. Like, for example, in Indonesia, um, there's a lot of problems with poverty and um, lack of, like, they don't have any 401ks. There's lack of access to capital, things like that. So our, our blockchain uh, helps helps people improve their lives through, let's say, play-to-earn games. So the salaries, for example, here in Indonesia is around $200 a month. So by playing our games, you can you can earn about four to $600 a month, which is three times their salary. Uh, there's also we also focus on entrepreneurship so there's a lot of startups that have lack of access to capital so we we tokenize shares of their company and uh, sell their shares as nfts to investors and it's an easier way for them to raise capital 
it's very hard to get a mortgage here in Indonesia. So it's very hard to sell your property. So we NFT your home or your villa. We break it into smaller fractions and people can purchase a fraction of the home. Oh, wow. So, um, and then we, wow. we, we do, we do, yeah. Yeah. We also have like, uh, games, like NFT games that are, uh, related to the environment. So we have three NFTs, land NFTs and seed NFTs and oxygen NFTs. So they, when people purchase these NFTs, they can play games. They can earn by playing. But also these games go to planting trees and uh, preserving uh, forests. And so, yeah, our blockchain is more like more, uh, there's, there's a real world use case. So it's easier for you to understand because it's not just about tech. You can actually see, you, know, you can see us uh, helping people and, you know, preserving forests. When you mentioned we're, we're not like Solana, we're not like Cardano, there's these other blockchains. Like, what was it that you said to yourself, like, I should probably make a blockchain because I don't like what's going on over there. So what did you not like about what you saw in pre-existing blockchains that led you to develop this one? There's nothing I don't like about them. I like all of them, actually. <laughs> I, I use them a lot. And I, I'm actually a big fan of theirs. But my marketing strategy is, is not to be the fastest or the most scalable. So, for example, there's about 400 million uh, crypto users in the world right now, but there's 8.5 billion people in the world that still don't know anything about crypto. So I feel like I, I don't want to compete against that market. I want to tap the market that's still new. And, you know, Asia, we're, it's overpopulated here. Like, for example, in Indonesia, there's about 300 million people here. And a lot of them, you know, are, are newbies and uh, they need they need to know more about, you know, using the blockchain and how it can help people. There's a lot of systems here that are antiquated and are not working very well, like the banking system. And there's a lot of corruption and there's a lot of problems with infrastructure. So the blockchain can help them with that. By, for example, we have a decentralized uh, financial system, so we can help them, you know, find capital, create uh, liquidity pools. So it's kind of like a cooperative. So you can, you know, pull your money into our, our financial system and then we can also lend it out but in a more simple way <laughs> it's not too complicated how does it work i know we get a lot of emails from people who are wanting to enter into this space and use their projects for good and make a global impact and there's a variety of ways that they want to do that if they wanted to mint on your blockchain could they do that yeah, it's it's open source, so anyone can partner with us. They can all, all they need to do is just go to our website, and they can you know send us a a message and say and fill out a form and say this is what I want to do. So so the 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 most messages I get is from are from um, real world businesses and companies that want to get into the blockchain, maybe raise some funds for their business, and the easiest way to to do it is through through NFTs. So a lot of them are creating NFTs for, let's say, a property developer uh, is building, let's say, uh, he's, so there's a property development in, in the mountains here in Bali. They, wow. they, they have uh, about 50 villas. It's a villa complex run like a hotel and they're building a jungle club. So to raise funds for the jungle club and then also be able to buy more land uh, to develop their new projects, they, they created these uh, private membership club NFTs. And so by selling out of the, selling out their NFTs, they can raise capital and then purchase more, more properties and, and, and build another resort. Uh, I wanted to ask, uh, I'm, 
I'm looking at the white paper right now, and it is very robust and detailed, which is amazing. Um, so if you guys haven't gone to ectoworld.io, go and you can look at the white paper and really have a deeper understanding and get really granular with it. But my, my question is more about, you know, you've, you've developed a blockchain and then real world applications to it in a place that is, you know, like you said, overpopulated in a lot of areas that have poverty. So how do you convince people? you know, the newbies, like, like we try to do, how do you convince people to, to kind of garner an understanding of this and, you know, understand a blockchain and understand NFTs and what it could actually do for their lives? So our strategy is a B2B to C strategy. So we actually don't contact the consumers directly. So first we talk to the, the a business owner that's on the web 2.0 or not even on the web. <laughs> and then we say, we, we find a solution for them to come into web three, which is crypto and blockchain. And so, uh, for example, uh, there's this European company that has a online lottery system, but their, their issue is they're regional specific. So if, if you're an American or me, I'm Filipino and I win the jackpot in, in, in Europe, I won't be able to withdraw the, the winnings. So they wanted a, a, a solution where people all over the world can play their games and, and join their lottery. So they're building their lottery on our blockchain. It's really cool. So we, we find really cool solutions. Like, so it, basically when you play lottery, for example, you just purchase a lottery ticket and then you wait for the, for the numbers to come out and hopefully you win the jackpot. But while you're w- holding this ticket, you're just holding this ticket. You're not earning money with it. With our solution, you actually purchase an NFT, which is a ticket, but this NFT is really cute. So it's actually a character. <laughs> it's a lottery character. Her name is Lotta. And, you know, she basically <laughs> gives you st- privileges while you're holding this ticket. So you can have subscription, a subscription to a year long lottery. While you're waiting for, for the, for the jackpot, you actually can use this ticket you can stake it and then you can win rewards earn rewards from it because ecta has a staking pool that has about 150 percent uh, apr so you know so you're earning money while you're holding the ticket and so so everyone wins <laughs> this is a perfect segue heather um into staking um i think we almost made an episode mm. about it or we did this is a really commonly misconstrued aspect of blockchain you know and cryptocurrency can you elaborate on what staking actually is and and, you know if i stake my money how is it that i could earn money over the course of the next year so to speak like what does it mean to put it in in simple terms staking is like a term deposit like when you 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 put money in the bank and you know every month let's say you you lock it in for a year uh i guess in the u.s nowadays it's just maybe half a percent (laughs) maybe of interest (laughs) or maybe or zero (laughs) So, so with, with our staking, we, we can earn, uh, they can earn 150% because we can use the, the, the tokens they stake and we can lend it out and, you know, um, invest it in other businesses and then get a higher return and then give it back to, to the investor. I see. What's a typical staking period, I guess? Like, or what do you encourage people who stake, uh, if that's even a valid question? Yeah. So with our, with our coins, with our tokens, it's, you can stake between a month or three months, six months, nine months, or 12 months. So uh, uh, of course, the month, it's 12% basically a a year, which is 1% a month. So that's not so bad, actually. Uh, Three months, it goes as high as 70%. And then all the way to 12 months, it can be 150%. 
we're also launching our, our own exchange. So in, in three months from now, you can actually lend your, your coins to us and we can pair it with our coins. And then sometimes our APRs go up to 400 to 600%, even a thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. Because, because you can, you can use it to invest in other businesses and then, uh, you know, you can invest it in other staking pools that are higher or other DeFi protocols. Yes. And then, uh, yeah, you just get a higher return that way. It's, it's easier because you, you know, like in, in the blockchain, we don't, you don't really have a physical office. Just the uh, monthly operational costs are, are much lower than, you know, having a chain of banks. I have a, a, a strange question, but I know like with, with have NFT, you know, there's, there's the option to pay with your coins or use like a credit card and, and pay with regular fiat money. Is there a, a, a protocol to using regular U.S. dollars, using your debit card on something like this? Or is it better to take the extra few steps to go ahead and get the coin and, and buy it that way as far as like what your long-term objective is with the blockchain? It's the same thing. It's just if you already have a cryptocurrency in your wallet, you can use that cryptocurrency to swap for Ecto coins and then mint NFTs with them. Or if you're new to new to crypto, you can we're just giving you an opportunity to, you know, get into the crypto game and you know swipe your credit card and then buy Ecta and use Ecta to mint. The reason why we need Ecta is because Ecta is, is our own chain. So in our blockchain we we have Ecta as our native token. So this this Ecta has a utility. So you need to use Ecta to mint NFTs to pay for network fees and all of that. It's just like Ethereum as well. Like if you go to OpenSea, you need Ethereum to pay pay for yeah minting fees. It's it's the same process. We'll get into a couple of the projects that you mentioned, including uh, Have NFT, which is obviously how we're working together. But can you talk about where where projects will be purchased or posted? What marketplaces? Uh, those kind of, everyone's always familiar with, you know, like you said, OpenSea. But what about for Ecta? We have our own marketplace. It's called Ecta.NFT Marketplace. So we Ecta basically is our own chain, and we're launching our own ecosystem. It's like you know, you live in a town. And in the town, there's a bank. And in the town, there's a shop. There's a you know a, a mobile carrier. There's roads and all of that. So uh, so we're building our own town with roads, with a bank, with a financial system, with shops, and you can do basically everything in there. But we're completely decentralized. What's your vision for that? Like, what's your big vision for creating all that? What are you seeing? Oh, our vision is to improve people's lives and to help the environment through the blockchain. So uh, everything we do has to do with with improving people's lives, like, you know, providing easy access to capital, uh, making property more liquid and available to people, uh, matching smaller investors to startups instead of, you know, big VCs looking always for the next unicorn. We give smaller investors access and you know rights to be able to find all these unicorns that are were not available to smaller investors hey guys we're going to take a really quick break to let you know about a course that i went through that i really loved and it's called nfts simplified now this is from sean specie who came out with this really short easy to digest nft course to help brand new newbies Learn the how and why behind NFTs, how to buy NFTs, what in the world is minting phase, secondary market, 
a little bit about security. I originally connected with Sean because I loved his graphics and the way that he was able to draw out and literally simplify this whole NFT game. And even being in the space for quite a while and understanding some of these basic concepts when I went through the course, I just loved it and actually learned some things. It's linked up in the show notes. It's NFTs simplified and it's only 19 bucks. So click over there, grab the course. If you're like me and you need to see things visually drawn out, Sean's going to help you out. Again, that is NFTs simplified. So I'm reading, uh, I'm on the white paper again, and I'm, I'm reading about bringing real world assets online. It says here, Ecto's first physical spaces are located near the island of Bali, where we aim to develop and tokenize land and real estate, including residential villas, et cetera, et cetera. Like now things are starting to click for me a little bit. Um, this is some of the things that I've heard, you know, like in the future, you'll be able to buy a fraction of a Manhattan apartment for a million dollars or something like that. But when you're developing this, I'm just telling you, listening to you, I'm like, how did you even conceptualize this? Like this would take an eternity for me to even conceptualize. And here you are trying to just kind of push the pace and and just get ahead. Like, where do you draw the inspiration and and the knowledge, you know, to be able to try and build something so robust and at the same time beneficial to to the residents of, you know, your... I was yeah. going to ask the same thing. Because your energy is so cool, like yeah, I know like there's something, a story. What's going here. on here? <laughs> uh, I, I've been I've been traveling all my life, and uh, so like when when I was you know a, a kid, I, I grew up in the Philippines. I was born in the Philippines. We were a very poor country. Lucky enough, I was uh, an athlete. I was able to get a scholarship to to swim uh, to go to boarding school in America to swim in America. I got a full scholarship to college, and my life improved because of sports and because of a scholarship. And then later on, I uh, was able to, you know, um, start a software company in the 90s and listed in, in the NASDAQ because of the dot-com boom. And then after that, I started traveling the world and I got into property development for 20 years all over the world in Uruguay, Spain, China, and then I moved to Bali. So I was doing really well with property development. And what happened, and I, I see, you know, here in Southeast Asia, there's a lot of things that are not working. The road, like I had to work with my neighbors to to chip in cash to build a road that was broken. The government can't even do that. So there's so many things that the government can't do. So I, I always imagined myself having like my own island and, you know, building a new community there that's efficient, that provides everything for an entrepreneur that can, you know, have um, proper waste management, uh, have uh, basically a green energy and uh, basically like kind of like a school that can hone your skills if you want to be an entrepreneur. So I bought this island about uh, eight years ago. I haven't developed it. I, I've started, I started developing a few things out of it and then the, what happened was two years ago, you know, there's this big COVID thing <laughs> that, that's still going on. And so everyone left, everyone, all the tourists left Bali. So I was left with some hotels and some properties that uh, that I had to shut down because there's no tourists. So I had to kind of like, and then I, and then I met so many people that stayed in the island from all over the world. And they're, they're all into doing online businesses, crypto, blockchain. And then they said, you know, Berwin... You have so many cool properties and you have this dream to create, you know, a chain of islands and connect, you know, islands and help people, you know, through transportation, to education, to clean medicine, clean water, you know, transporting goods and food and uh, medicine and so and books. 
to the islanders and and he says you should uh, actually tokenize your business and put it in the blockchain because if you study it you you'll know there's a lot of solutions that you know the the, the problems are happening right now there's a lot of solutions you can find through the blockchain so yeah, I met a few like-minded people here in Bali. They're from all over the world, India, China, US, and we were talking about all these problems. And then I met some local Indonesians that all also had all these problems. And I said, yeah, why don't we start our own micro nation and just, you know, create this world where, where we can fix, we can actually fix problems. Erwin, I don't even, I don't even know my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even talk to anyone around That's here amazing. and you're like it's amazing. all over the world getting with like-minded people. How much longer in your opinion would the runway have been if the cryptocurrency, if that didn't exist, how much can it speed up what you're trying to accomplish in your opinion right now? So I'm trying to do a 20 year project in one year. So yeah, in, in by uh, year end this year, our ecosystem is fully functional. And basically, we will have a super app in our phone, which you won't even know it's crypto or blockchain. It's just like, okay, I open my wallet. I see my coin price. I can watch the news. I can go shopping. I can lend to an entrepreneur. I can invest in the business. I can, maybe I can buy a lottery, maybe win the grand prize. If not, I can still stake it and earn some money. I can purchase my plane ticket. You can do everything with your phone and, and just in our app. And everything has to do with something with you know, education or preserving forests or finding jobs for people or you know lending some an entrepreneur, some, some startup uh, funds to start the business. People should uh, study a bit more. I, I 18 months ago, I didn't know anything about it. I literally just YouTube, stud I read 200 white papers, uh, talked to people that were in the industry. We had a lot of industry meetups and Zoom calls, and I just learned a lot about it. And it's it's actually the future. It's, it will really change the world. Yeah. I was going to ask about energy, gas. How is all that calculated with this blockchain? We are a proof of authority blockchain. So we are probably the greenest, one of the greenest chains in the world because, so for example, Bitcoin is a proof of work. So you actually have to do complex mathematical equations uh, and you need supercomputers to do this and they use up a lot of energy. For example, Ethereum, they're moving into from proof of work to proof of stake, but proof of stake still needs a lot of calculation. With proof of authority, we know who, who's looking after our nodes. We know the node operators because they're basically our business partners because they're the ones you know, that are know them. building. Like, you know, yeah, we know them. Call them up. Yes, because, yes, they, they call us up. They either we call them up or they call us up and we find solutions. Like, you know, we have a fin fintech partner or a lottery system partner or a gaming partner. We, we know all of them, uh, a remittance partner. So we know all of them and they manage, uh, they look after our nodes. And so it's proof of authority because you know who, who's doing it and it, you authorize them to do that. So there's not a lot of computation going on there and there's not a lot of energy usage. And also we have a, we were tokenizing a verified carbon units. So we have an option in a few months from now to offset your carbon footprint as well through our blockchain. So we're going to tokenize that and you can purchase it in um, we have a game called Meta Trees. So these are this is the tree planting game, and also some of the NFTs and tokens have embedded uh, carbon, so you can offset your carbon there. 
or you can trade it. So the marketplace is launching here shortly, the ECTA NFT marketplace. And one of the projects is Have NFT, uh, which we've had Stephen Kuhn on to talk about that project. Can you talk a little bit about um, how you two became acquainted and how you took interest in this phenomenal project that we got coming up towards the end of the month? Yeah, it's on February 21st. Yeah. So it was really amazing how I met Stephen. Um, So I have a advisor in ECTA. His name is Sven. He basically has a a company called Pitch House. So he matches investors and uh, startups who need capital and funding. So Stephen needed to raise funds for HAB because they do work for, you know, for helping veterans empowerment. And also they have a real estate fund. And Sven suggested, why don't you try to raise capital through selling NFTs? And I have a, a perfect guy that can help you for that because his blockchain is, is all about bridging physical world to the blockchain and improving people's lives and helping people. <laughs> and it was a really funny time mm-hmm. when I met him because it was the lowest period of our lives in ECTA because our, our own CTO, he attacked us and he took he basically took our coins oh, and no. sold it in the market and, and tanked our price and basically run, ran away with all our money. And we, we were all over the internet, like, oh, no, you know, Ecta got hacked. But it wasn't. It was actually an internal heist. And so I went I went, I went live in an AMA and interviews, and I told people, don't worry about it. I'm going to rebuild Ecta. I will uh, migrate our tokens to a new contract, and I will rebuild a new mainnet. Uh, and uh, no one's going to lose any tokens, and everyone's going to be okay. And uh, at that time, Stephen... Uh, researched about me and <laughs> was doubting me and he was saying why should I work with you and I said you know a lot of people when they, an attack like this happens they, they never recover I, I went live and I said I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure no one loses their tokens I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna come back stronger and Steven's in the army and, and I was an ex-athlete and I said you know what do you do when you lose a battle you just you know regroup you know strategize and try to win the war and you know i'm not a quitter we really uh, connected so well with that and and he gave me a chance and now we're working so well together it's like i'm really really happy that uh, we're, we're partners in this project how confident are you in uh have nft you know for for newbies like heather and i have military affiliations of course so we're behind it in a major way but how confident are you that this project is going to have the impact, you know, that Steven's been talking about and all this good stuff? Yeah, I'm, I'm very confident that uh, we're, we're going to do so well. We're, gonna, we're probably going to sell out, actually. I, I mean, first of all, Steven's a great guy and he has a good connections and he has a, you know, a good group of people backing him and, and his community is solid. Also, we're making it as easy as possible for a newbie to purchase an NFT. That's why we're introducing credit card integrations into our blockchain. We're doing a lot of tutorials on how to open a MetaMask. We're basically being very patient, walking you through, holding your hand to make sure that you're able to open a MetaMask, purchase a cryptocurrency called ECTA, and then mint the NFTs. And we're also giving people enough time to mint because sometimes they the mints go so fast, right? They sell out in six hours or, you know, in like an hour. So we're, we're doing the, the, the mint longer. So we'll probably have three days for the white listers and a couple more days for the public sale. And then in a couple more days for, for the rest of the people to catch up. 
the physical world is, is huge. It's a big world, but sometimes the physical world also is, uh, is slower than the, the blockchain. So we just need to be a bit more patient and give, give people more time. I have some quick, I know we're getting close to time, but some newbie questions, just some kind of rapid fire terms or we might not understand. Um, I know this might seem so obvious, Berwin, but everybody talks about how you can see what happens on the blockchain. So we get these NFTs, we know that they're donating to XYZ, we believe the creators, et cetera, but how does like a regular old person who's bought these NFTs actually see what these NFTs are doing and accomplishing? Where do I go to watch the blockchain? I want to read this. How do I do it? Oh, yeah. You can go to ectoscan.io. If you go to ectoscan.io, that's basically our uh, block browser. So you actually see the blocks, what's happening with the blocks, and you can see the smart contract and you can see what's written there. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, wow. I'm on <laughs> it right now. Really cool. Wow, yeah. this is crazy. Another thing I was going to ask is Ecta is a blockchain mainnet. What does that mean? Yeah. Mainnet, blockchain mainnet is basically we are like we are like Solana or Cardano or, or Ethereum. We are our own chain. We have our own chain and we have our own nodes. We have 16 nodes. Uh, basically, this is the foundation to anything that we can build on top of it. So the NFT marketplace, our hybrid exchange, our gaming, our lottery, everything is on top of our chain. So our chain has our, our own blocks and our own native token, which is called Ecta. And this is what we use to do transactions. This is what we use for governance, for our DAO. This is basically the foundation to build anything on top of it. That's basically a main net. I'm, I just got to tell everyone who's watching or listening, like I'm on, I'm on ectoscan.io. I've not seen this on any other blockchain. And maybe I just didn't look hard enough, but this is, this is really interesting how you can see the individual blocks. And Heather, to further answer that question for the listeners on the mainnet part, let's just imagine um, there's have NFTs on OpenSea or something like that. And when you go to buy it, like you actually need to be connected to, you would need to be connected to the Ecta mainnet because it's being sold on that blockchain. So you're probably locked, logged into Ethereum mainnet. So you have to, you know, get off of that, get on that one to purchase it for mainnet purposes. Yeah, so 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 the beautiful thing about our Ecta mainnet and our Ecta marketplace and everything about Ecta is we have a bridge. So you can do everything on Ecta. And then if you want to go to Ethereum or to Binance Smart Chain, you can just go to our bridge, bridge.ecta.io, and then you can just bridge Got your it. tokens and later on your NFTs. Well, everyone, uh, please be sure to go to ecta.io. Uh, Berwin, thank you so much for your time. There's so much. I'm looking at all the assets, all the different addresses that you mentioned during this podcast, and it is clean. It looks user-friendly. It looks intuitive. It doesn't look intimidating, uh, which I think is very, very important for our audience. Uh, so we appreciate it. Heather, do you have anything to take us out? I have a random question from a listener. We ask random questions at the very end, non-NFT related, just to get to know you a little bit more. And this comes from Jesus Sanez, um, at Sanez of 300. So everybody give him a follow. But he asks, if all of your wishes were granted today, how would you describe your life five years from now? Oh, God. I just wish that my son and my daughter would be proud of me to see, you know, see what, what I'm doing right now. Like... Yeah, I just wish they, they see daddy and they say, I'm really proud of you, daddy. You're doing a really good job. 
Well, thank you so much uh, again for your time. Everyone, have NFT launching on the Ecta blockchain February 21st. Uh, do not miss it. I believe the whitelist already sold out, but uh, this is going to be a game-changing project and obviously something very newbie-friendly. So thank you so much again, Erwin, and we will see you next time. 